Hi, everyone. I am Jennifer Passavant, intuitive spiritual life coach, energy healing practitioner, and channeler of divine beings. And speaking of channeling divine beings, I wanted to tell my story today. Now, I know you can go to my website and read kind of a Reader's Digest version of it, but I wanted to tell the story with a little more detail today. So it all goes back to 2010. And um, I was spending time with a friend of mine, and he was, uh, he was, I just met him fairly recently as so we're kind of getting to know each other. And he was explaining how he was born with the gift of energy healing. And so he's like, do you want me to work on you? I'm like, yeah. So I, I was laying on the couch and he's working on me. And then at, at some point um, he says, gosh, you've got all these guides coming through. And he's, he's, you know, holding this energy ball in his hands. And he said, they keep putting energy into this energy ball for you. And I was like, cool. And then uh, I get to a point where, or he gets to a point where the, the, they were done and he puts the ball up to my head and I could feel it go in to my forehead. It was the weirdest thing, coolest, weirdest thing. And, um, and then I hear a voice in my left ear and he said, the voice said, just relax. And I kind of went, okay. <laughs> so, so I did. And then I, I was put in a state where I was the most relaxed I have ever been in my life. It was, it felt so good. And I was being breathed where I was not in control of my breathing. And it was this deep breath that was getting faster and faster and faster. And I would liken it to what would, what we would call today, uh, holotropic breathing. And, um, after a while I could start to feel my, my legs and my hands tingling, which is what happens when you get uh, too much oxygen in your system. My cat's in here. So if you hear bells, it's my cat, baby girl. <laughs> oh, there she goes. Anyway, so uh, I got to the point where I was really uncomfortable because I didn't know who this was or where they were trying to get me. And so I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know who this is. This is some, you know, this could be anybody. I don't know that I want this to continue. So I made it stop. And then after that, I kept being guided to see energetic healers of various types, mostly quantum healers, um, excuse me, quantum touch healers. And uh, every time I would get energy healing done, every time I would be put again in that state. And I finally got to the point where I was like, okay, whoever that just relaxed person is, is obviously trying to get me to a certain point by using the energy of energy healers. And she goes again, pardon the bells. <laughs> uh, so I, I was seeing an energy healer and I, I kind of explained to her what happened. I was, could you, could you just do me a favor and run energy through me until whatever it is that's supposed to happen happens? And she says, yeah, but, but I get the feeling that, that you'll, you can do this yourself. And I said, I think I will as soon as, as soon as the energy that you run gets me to the first stage. So she's like, okay. So she's running energy and I go into that state. And after a while, I see this white light shoot up past, well, like my eyes are closed, but it was like from inside up past my eyes and out the top of my head. And then the breathing stopped. Not, not to say I stopped breathing, but I was no longer, I was now in control of my breathing and it had gone back to normal. And I got very cold and my muscles were, you know, contracting and, um, 
which is normal, um, apparent, apparently, I didn't know that then, but apparently it's normal um, to experience uh, when doing like holotropic type breathing, which is basically what he was having me do. So then sure enough, after that, every time I would meditate in like yoga class, <laughs> I would go into that state. I'm like, what the heck? I mean, that felt, it felt so good. I was like, let's go for it. Let's do this. Uh, but it was really strange. I couldn't, I couldn't explain it. I didn't understand it. And so at the time, um, this was now, now we're at the point of it being fall of 2013. It was like September, I think, August, September. And uh, I think September. And I'm, I'm really into uh, Abraham Hicks, who's channeled by Esther Hicks. And I downloaded one of their albums called Abraham Speaks. Whoops, it was Abraham's teachings. And in it, Esther, who channels Abraham, and her husband, Jerry, who's the one that does all the question asking to Abraham, they were initially talking about how they came to channel Abraham. And she explains how she went to go see a channeler and the channeler said, you'll meet your guide by doing meditation. So go home and meditate for, for 15 minutes. And so they did. And they meditated for 15 minutes, three, three times in a row. And on the third go, she said that she uh, started her, she started moving her head in a way where she, like, it was just gentle movements of the head. Um, I think in, in there, he was uh, spelling his name with her nose, I think. But before that, it was that she was being breathed was how she described it. And he said, yeah, it was like you were in a state of ecstasy. ecstasy. And I remember I was in the bathroom putting on my makeup when I'm listening to this. And all of a sudden I went, <gasps> because I realized, oh my God, that's me. That's me. It, it's like being in a state of ecstasy and I'm not in control of my breathing. Holy crap. Am I channeling a divine being? Oh my God. And so I get a hold of my best friend who can talk to anybody in light. And she says, yep, yep. You're channeling an archangel or someone who's like an archangel. Um, and this is something you're going to do as, as a, as a business. And I was like, holy crap. Okay. Well, not being able to wrap my brain around it. I went to a, a psychic fair. Um, you know, one of those fairs where they sell crystals and things that you can get readings and healings and things. I'm all over those. So, uh, I went and there were two psychics that I'd seen before. So I knew I could trust them. They, they felt like I could discern that they were legit, right? And so I saw them both and they both said, yep, he's like an archangel. You're gonna do this as a, as a career. Um, I was like, and actually I was also told that I would be doing my healing in England, which hasn't happened yet, but <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I was told. Um, so I was like, oh my God, what? So then I called um, a guy who channels a divine being that again, I felt like I could trust because I asked a, a question that he couldn't possibly have known the answer to, but the guy, the, the being knew the answer to it. It was super weird. Anyway, very cool. Um, it was my first experience with anyone who channeled before. So it's just really interesting. Anyway, so I called him and he's like, yep, he's, he's, a, he's in the seraphim realm. So he's like an archangel. Um, this is something you agreed to before you incarnated. Um, you're, you're a team. So you both can decide what this looks like and what you do with it, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh my God. Okay. Well then, um, it was Christmas day. It was Christmas day. We had no power. Um, so it was 
our house is being run by a tiny little generator and there was a fire downstairs and there was nothing really to do except like read and like play solitaire or whatever. So I was like, I'll meditate. It's the perfect time. So I'm, I'm meditating and all of a sudden my head starts doing this on its own. And I'm like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God, it's happening. Oh my God. happening. Oh my God. And I'm just letting him do his thing. And, um, I let it go for a while, but mostly it was like head rolls. It was like head and neck rolls. And, um, which makes sense. Cause I've got an enormous amount of tension in my neck and shoulders anyway. And then, uh, two weeks later it was, um, uh, no week later it was, um, new year's Eve. It was new year's Eve and I'm up in my bedroom and I was, uh, it was well before I was going to go to the new year's Eve party. And I remember I was in my pajamas on my bed. And I'm like, I'm going to meditate. And that was when he started vocalizing through me. I keep trying to keep the sun out of my face. Sorry. Um, and I remember it was, uh, he started out with, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm closing my eyes and do it. That's how it was. It was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Wah, 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 wah. And, uh, I'm crying now. And I'm trying to text my best friend. He's talking through me because I'm crying. Oh my God, I'm texting. <laughs> so funny. Like when you think back, when I think back about it and I wasn't, I wasn't scared. I was crying of like overwhelm and joy. <laughs> it's just so funny. You know, think back of, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I just think it was really funny. Um, and so, you know, my best friend's like, I think he's trying to say his name. Well, sure enough, later I come to find out that he chose to call himself Ian because they don't have like names. We, they have to have names for our sake, right? So he named himself Ian, which is uh, Scottish for um, John, which is Hebrew for gift from God. And, uh, it was kind of a nod to my Scottish heritage, which I don't really have much of, but it, but it has like an enormous effect on my spirituality. So I embrace it wholeheartedly. Um, anyway, and yeah, he's in the seraphim realm and I learned that he works in a particular group in the seraphim realm that, um, are to help bring forth the true messages of Yeshua who many people refer to as Jesus, which is his, the English version of the, uh, English version of the Latin version of the Greek version of his Hebrew name. <laughs> um, and then I later learned that he is, uh, an ascended Arcturian. And so when I was start, when I started to be able to see him in my mind's eye, I'm like, he's not, he's not human. Um, Cause he's not. <laughs> so, and he, he glows this, like, it's like rainbow prism. It's like, he's just outline. He's very, he's translucent. And it's like, all you see is his outline and it's all bright rainbow, um, prismatic sparkly diamond light. I don't know how else to describe it. <laughs> he's got these big slanted eyes and this, and this like long, head, um, a very, very long, narrow body. Um, and every time I channel him, the first thing he says is I love you so much. So it's just lovely. So that was 2013. 
and then moving into 2014, as I was working on channeling him, which took a long time to, to integrate because when, when a being is that high vibrational, because if you think about it, Seraphim is just underneath Elohim, which is just underneath source. I had to work on getting my vibration as high as it could go using breath work, um, and other techniques. And he had to also work on bringing his vibration down so we could kind of meet in the middle. And I'll never forget one of the experiences I had to, I, I went through in order to connect with him fully. So he, he comes into the back of my heart chakra, but he is always connected to me. We are like, uh, we're like this, <laughs> um, it was like giving birth, having an orgasm and being electrocuted at the same time is how I liken it. Again, it used that holotropic breathing. Um, and it was my best friend who at the time could, could communicate with him more clearly than, than I could. Um, and a Reiki healer friend, and she was putting her hands on my heart chakra to help to kind of energetically open it. Um, and my best friend is like listening to him to relay messages to me. And, um, I remember it started out, we were on the, on her, my Reiki friends Reiki table. And I was like, I have to get up. I have, to, I know I have to get up. I can't do this laying down. And so I ended up standing and my best friend sitting on the couch and all of a sudden I felt this wave of energy and my breathing shifted. And again, it was like, <sighs> And I felt this, the energy was so intense that all of my muscles, just like if you're being electrocuted, like clenched and were shaking and I was yelling out loud. And so that's where it feels very like orgasmic, <laughs> but also electrocution-y and orgasmic is very weird. So she's holding me up because I'm on the tippiest tip of my toes while all of my muscles are just Oh, it's just the weirdest thing. And that went on for a good while until I was completely pooped. And I remember Ian, she would, my, my best friend would say, here comes another one, it's like contractions, right? It's like, here comes another one. And, um, I remember Ian said, you know, we're only going to get to about 85% today. I was like, no, we're not, we're doing this. We're, we're doing this. <laughs> I'm not going to do this again. We're, we're going all the way. And so sure enough, we went, we went the whole way and, um, I was kaput for the rest of the day, um, that it, I, it was legitimately like stinking, sticking my finger in a light socket for, for, uh, a very long time. Uh, so I was down for the count for the rest of the day. Um, that, yeah, that was 2014. And then in 2016, January at that point, um, no, I'm sorry. It was January, 2017. So January, 2017, um, my mom had been diagnosed with cancer and I was doing energy work on her and the energy felt different. So when Ian, when Ian's working through me, it's very active. It's very electric feeling. This felt very soft and gentle, watery is how I would describe it. I, I don't know how else to describe energy. It's really weird to give physical, um, descriptions to energy, but as close as I can get. And my hands were doing like mudras. And I was like, this is not Ian. Who is this? So I, I said, I'm like, this isn't Ian. Who is this? And I heard 
this is Kuan Yin. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> so um, I said, Are, am I going to be working with you now? And, and she said, yes, we're, we're going to be, we're going to be a team. We're going to work in tandem. I was like, oh my God. So you can't see, but I've got her everywhere. Um, not just, I mean, she's on the wall, but I've got her throughout the house. So anyway, so now I also work with Kuan Yin, which is nice because she's very divine feminine, very soft, very gentle, um, whereas he's very divine masculine. So they balance each other's energies out very well. And my understanding is that we're kind of aspects of each other. Um, not to say like I was physically Kuan Yin, but rather that I, I am like a facet aspect of hers, like like I share a part of her oversoul type thing. Um, and or we share the same oversoul type of thing. Um, so when that's how eight bazillion people can be like, I'm Mary Magdalene or I'm Jesus. Okay. Okay. In, in a way, yes. But that doesn't mean you're the one that physically walks the planet as them. It means you, you, maybe you were, but maybe you also just share a, a, an aspect of them, like a fractal, a part of their soul or a part of their oversoul. So that's how it is with me where it's, you know, I think Ian may be um, a future incarnation of me. I think that's entirely possible or he's soul kin. Um, I don't go, I just like don't go around asking that. I usually let information come to me and I just wonder in, instead of like trying to get all the, all the answers. Um, I used to want to know all the answers and now I just let stuff come to me if it's something I need to know. Um, but Kuan Yin, my understanding is that um, like I'm, we're aspects of each other or something like that. So it's just really interesting. So that is who I channel. That is how I came to channel them. Um, Ian and, and Kuan Yin can speak out of my mouth. Um, oftentimes it's in my mind. Occasionally I hear things. Usually it's a visual thing. Um, or And actually even more often than that, I'm more often clairsentient and claircognizant. That was not, that's not even a word, clairsentient and claircognizant. Um, and I am less so clair, uh, clairaudient and clairvoyant. But I, I do have all of those, but it's, it's much more because I'm a Pisces moon. So my, my intuitive gifts and abilities are a little more um, subtle because of the clairsentience and claircognizance. So, um, but when I do energy healing, they actually move my body. So they're literally operating through me. And usually one is more forward. And that's why, why Kuan Yin says they work in tandem. So one's more forward than the other, depending on what that person needs in that area of the body. Um, and I know who's working based on a, how the energy feels and B what my hands are doing. Um, I'm trying to think what else you guys might give a rip about. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I guess if you have any questions about me or what I do or the sessions that I provide or, or how I came to do what I'm doing or, or, the beings that I work with, just put them in the comments. I'm happy to answer. Um, anyway, thank you for listening. I don't know if you cared, but I just thought I'd share so you guys could understand a little bit more about who I am and what I do. And the sun keeps getting in my face. <laughs> um, so anyway, thank you again for your support. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, and um, I will see you next time.